0: Hello and welcome to episode 43 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I am joined by Z and Brian. We are three artists, illustrators, animators, filmmakers and all-round shit talkers. Each week we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Disney+, Amazon, Hulu, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your content we take a chunk of it, we watch it and we talk about it. This week we're talking about The Book of Boba Fett and the Matrix Resurrections, as well as whatever trailers or nerd news came out this week. I think we also touch on the PlayStation VR stuff. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, or head over to Instagram, at the Cast and give us a follow. Over on Instagram, we put up pictures and clips of the show as well, and if you've a comment or would like to suggest something, you can do that over there. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do that also, at... TheEndlessCast at gmail.com On top of that, I'd just like to mention that this week I appeared on My Aunt Sally's podcast with Gareth Lyons and we were talking about the animation industry in Ireland specifically the Frameworks funding scheme Um, We had a good chat over there and I'd say it's, it's worth checking out as well if you have a minute, so that's My Aunt Sally's podcast You can find that on SoundCloud All of that being said, let's get into the episode First live record of the new year, we have quiet enough in terms of movie announcements and stuff, but there's stuff that's new to Netflix. There's a few trailers that have popped up, and The Book of Boba Fett has started on... Did everybody have a nice Christmas and New Year's? hmm Sure. Yeah. Then, moving freshly into 2022, <laughs> trailers, on, trailers were light this week, but we did... Uh, the Batman trailer came out since we last talked. They're doing the bat and cat thing that... Is it Tom Taylor? kind of brought was it is Tom Taylor the Tom writer Tom King or Tom Taylor um, Tom King I can't remember now actually there's one of them two yeah. Of them yeah Tom King Tom King right.
1: I think yeah I don't know who, who's Taylor rapidly Googles nah it's not important <laughs> I think writers aren't well, important come on we know that it's all about the artists all the it? artists yeah only reason I um, read comics Tom
0: Taylor Australian comic book writer Tom King Tom
1: King is the guy who worked for the CIA right
0: American Author? Yeah. Well, Tom King's writing Batman. So that's most likely the one, I think right? so. Tom Taylor. Batman? Tom Taylor also wrote Batman. Look, one of the Toms wrote a good arc of Batman. Um, <laughs> they kind of focused on the relationship between Batman and Catwoman and built to the sort of the wedding of the bat and the cat thing. Um, Which never happened. It was a nice arc. I enjoyed it. I Like, I, I, I did think it was funny when I was reading. I was like, this has just turned into like a romance book. And I really like it. It was a really nice path for Batman to go down for a change. He doesn't do that.
1: He doesn't do that. Romance? No, he said. (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying.
0: Who was it insisted that he didn't do that? DC,
1: I think, just generally said he doesn't do that. I think it was after King tried to, yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he tried, oh that's it yeah there was there was like he wrote this into a note or he wrote the narrative that like across the comic page it was then insinuated that he went down on catwoman and the note from dc came back batman oh, doesn't, that do, doesn't that. do that <laughs> he's not a generous lover <laughs> so the new trailer
1: yeah that kind of <laughs> spoiled <laughs>
0: welcome to the podcast what he John. does is he'll hang upside down by his feet and
2: there wasn't much in the new trailer though that i hadn't seen um, the, the thing I found about it was, uh, kind of demystified, there was too much talking between Batman and Catwoman and stuff like that, kind of, I don't, i probably just, like, I'm really looking forward to the film, and I can't wait to see the film, but the previous trailers were, he was very aloof, uh, mysterious, and it just felt like a very traditional, this latest trailer felt more like a traditional trailer. it it, it, It was it was very
1: very different tonally to the last two yeah
2: very very
1: different although i did kind of get that impression from the second one that there's a moment in the second trailer that just kind of broke that kind of aloofness that you're kind of talking about i think that um when he pounds on the glass and he says something like what have you done and he just it's so muffled and mumbled and it was just like oh less of him talking no (laughs) No talking
2: well no but i'm I don't think it's speaking so much to the film either, though. I, did, I just don't... I don't think it was a very good trailer. Think, I think the previous two trailers were so good uh, at delivering the tone, whereas this just felt a lot more like a traditional one-of-the-mill trailer. There wasn't anything really...
0: Yeah, no, it was very different. And I was reusing well, the re- They were really kind of leaning into the, the Batman as a sort of monster type of thing. He was this sort of... He had a real sense of, like, force. It was released with, like, like, like... Fucking force and nature coming out. It was released without a lot of fanfare as well because there was a bit of a hype around the
1: first two coming out and this one just kind of appeared. There was no, It was. I think it's been one of the longest trailers as well. I think. Yeah. yeah just, it was but There
2: wasn't, there was a lot of reuse, a lot of reuse of stuff we've already seen, you know, I think that's, it's not as fresh as, as, as the last trailer. It was just blew me away. Like I'm super pumped for the film.
0: Yeah. I think they have to, well, I mean like they have to start doing the build the hype thing, but I also think they don't want to throw away a lot of footage. So you're going to see a bunch of reuse shots. So that's what I'm yeah, saying. As that, this
2: latest trailer, six out of ten. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> it's um, it's March fourth. That one's coming out. It was kind of funny to see him. Like, there's been a number of shots now. Like, he's just stood outside the window of that cafe, looking in. You know, with the cops around him. You know, he, he does look a little bit like it's a bit, it's a bit Adam West to see him stood amidst the police as much as he is. You know,
1: yeah.
2: I think I know. um, it was a little bit more the confirmation of the Riddler actually being in the film, though, wasn't there a bit of a rumor going around that maybe the Riddler wasn't the main, but no, what was the rumor the, the, that that wasn't Paul Dano sitting at the yeah. table in the, in the, they, the cafe. There's a lot of this kind of stuff going on.
1: They still haven't shown his face and Barry Keown. They're hiding his presence in the film. So, and they're. I think they're deliberately, he's definitely in the film. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely in it. Yeah, so I think they're. I think they're hiding a lot of the plot, basically. I think. Um,
2: Is that Joker room or Is that Nelskamuda?
1: Not since it first came out. No, so, but like you, you could even you could even argue that maybe this trailer was to kind of dispel a bit of that talk about the Joker that's stuff that, yeah. to to kind of say, and and that's why maybe they actually use the word yeah, Riddler. Yeah,
2: I'm kind of sad because I'm I'm really hoping. I know it's unrealistic, but that uh, the jo- Joaquin Phoenix Joker is, is is in this universe. I just think that would be because there's a, a in the scene in the last trailer, the previous trailer, the Arkham Hospital. I think there was somebody pointed out that that's the same design same one, or the yeah. same yeah. that that jo- Joaquin Phoenix's Joker goes to, and I'm I'm thinking and 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 they haven't said when this is set.
1: I think this they. I set. think they just did with this trailer to say that it was that it is modern day. I think it is contemporary. Yeah, I think yeah. They're, I, no, that's yeah. Shit. But um, that that's the thing is that 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 still wouldn't rule out walking Phoenix necessarily. You know,
0: um,
2: it, no, it would be like what was it the nineteen eighty or so that the uh, Joker was set. Mm. So it'd be twenty years.
0: He could be, he could be yeah. Like Phoenix is f- in his fifties, right?
2: Yeah, well, for late forties. Yeah, I mean,
0: the the person's in his fifties. Yeah. You know,
1: they can yeah play it's, younger. It's, it's a film at the, older. End of the day, You know, they can. Oh no, like 100%. Jada
0: Pinkett Smith. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah. It would be, I I didn't hear any suggestion that Joaquin might be in it. That would be f- no, f- no. There
2: has been none. That's just my kind of wish list. Kind oh, cool. of, okay. I just it, 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 I think it'd make the Joker film more complete, or because. Mm. As much as I enjoyed it, and, and I know, like, I, I did enjoy it. I, I don't even think it's that fashionable to say. I think it's one of these films that was so popular, it's not fashionable to say that you liked it. Um, but I, I enjoyed it, and I thought it was an amazing. For a superhero movie, I don't know, it stands out for me. And, and I, I just, I'm kind of sad that if, you know, this new Batman's coming up with Matt Reeves, which would be amazing to see that Joker in a Matt Reeves Batman film. And that's just my kind of hope.
0: <laughs> but you're you're a big Matt Reeves fan anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for the, the Apes movies? For
2: the Apes, yeah. The, the, the two, two movies that he did.
1: Not Felicity, no?
2: <laughs> no, I don't think I've actually... Did he,
1: did he direct a bunch of Felicity? <laughs> I think he was co-creator of the show, I think.
2: Um, yeah. I don't think I've actually seen it. What else has Matt Reeves done? Cloverfield? Um, did he do Cloverfield, did, Cloverfield, did yeah. he? Um, and
1: he? He did the remake of Let the Right One In
2: as well I think. i've only seen the two seen, wasn't i've only seen the two ape movies like I, I just love that trilogy the ape trilogy i just think it was i think it's uh, for me it's one of the most successful science fiction trilogies ever for me so i was really taken in you know, immersed in that world for them three movies
0: i just had a weird moment like i'm looking through the imdb here for the batman movie because i went to google and went full cast and expanded it and i got matthew mcconaughey listed huh and I'm like what? don't go by Google's cast list yeah like most of it is right but then I get to the bottom and I'm like Matthew McConaughey that's wrong Harvey Dent Ra- no Raz A. Ghoul
2: he actually looks like the the Norman Brayfogle old Rass
0: old yeah there
2: you go but he actually has the same head shape as the Raz A. Ghoul from uh, at least the Norman Brayfogle Batman
0: Brian's face just said why the fuck did I even bother doing this what <laughs> just after my bad McConaughey um, yeah. yeah I just I that don't it wasn't I, bad it would be it that was good be, it's actually it's good a, it was
1: yeah, it was good
2: that was good that for was you Aiden was, for you exactly oh, no, thanks guys particularly thanks, for you it was particularly thanks, good
1: guys. have you guys heard the latest DCEU rumours no oh, the Flash movie's gonna wipe the slate clean Of Pattinson, Cavill, Batflick, it's going to establish a new Justice League led by Superwoman or Supergirl from the Flash movie.
2: And Bat, Michael Keaton's Batman's going to train up a Batgirl or something.
1: Yeah, and he's going to pass the the mantle to to Batwoman, I think. Oh yeah, and yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be led by the is a Supergirl in the Flash movie or is it Superwoman I think it's Supergirl it's going to be led by Supergirl and Keaton's going to uh, appoint Batwoman from the HBO Max movie is a Batgirl a Batwoman movie they're making anyway that's the support. well um,
0: it, it, oh God, it was jumping off the Batgirl series that was very popular the, the, the comic I don't like the 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 suffix to that bat thing changes depending on what area and whether it's Batgirl or Batwoman um they're not separate characters, right? It's all... Oh no, they are. Well, Kathy Kane was Batwoman. And uh, um, Barb's Go- Barbara, Barbara Gordon was Batgirl. Yeah. yeah, actually, you're right. That that Batwoman book was great. I don't know if you ever read that one. The one that they kind of based I... the series off of.
1: They're doing a Batwoman
0: film, right? On HBO. I thought it was Batgirl.
1: It it's was a Batgirl, okay.
0: Yeah. It's the CW is doing the Batwoman show. Mm, show. With Ruby Rose. No, she's gone. But Ruby Rose went. She's long gone. <laughs> long gone. They're, they're two Batwomans later at this point because they brought Ruby Rose's okay. Kathy Kane back, but they recast her. She, like, right. had reconstructive surgery or something. They made that part of the story. Okay. It's not great, guys. Um, I saw that uh, I think Warners are trying to sell the CW. What,
2: what is the CW? They got? Is it a channel?
0: No. We yeah we talked about this before. It's a it's a I'm trying to think of the, a collaboration between two networks to make this sort of like what, teen young adult area show between Warner's and someone else, CBS. Um, we googled this in the past. I, CW I, 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 for those
2: CW shows. I think I said that to you before. I don't think I've ever seen any TV shows that have gone to such high series numbers that I've never seen a single episode of. <laughs>
1: I guarantee you'd hate them.
2: Oh no, it, it, that's. I
1: can't. I can't believe the Flash is still running. Like it's.
2: They're just no. Like I've only ever seen like clips and stuff, and it just looks horrible. Looks like a, a show from the nineties or something.
0: I've watched an awful lot of it, and I enjoy it quite a bit. But <laughs> of course, you I, do, Aiden. I. I, I, I uh... And that's why we love you. Yeah.
1: HBO Max are doing a Batgirl film.
0: Batgirl. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because that that, it was a to be design, Keaton, the purple leather jacket. Keaton's going to be in it.
1: Is he? And apparently, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, he's going to train her then to take his place. So it'll be Supergirl and Batgirl leading the future Justice League. And they're going to essentially erase so y- Snyder's... Y- you think- Snyder's... Good the riddance.
0: <laughs> so, will will Shazam still exist?
2: Yeah. He's going to go into the Justice League, isn't he? That's what I, 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 I. There was an article the other day, actually, something about Shazam. And this new Justice League that they're building is there a possibility that uh, Shazam.
0: Because Shazam, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman they like.
2: Yeah. Shazam was a good movie. It was fun, yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to the next one. Though I do fear that. I, I'm afraid they're trying to get a little dark on it and that always. It, 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 like the the production stuff we saw, the costume redesigns, it sort of leaned a little more snidery, and I got started to get worried. Ah, uh, I think they've learned their lesson. I mean, they should have learned their lesson after Man of Steel. They should have learned their lesson after he followed up Man of Steel with Sucker Punch. You know, or was Sucker Punch before Man of Steel?
2: Yeah, before I think.
0: Um, the next trailer on my list is Jackass Forever. There was a new trailer for that. That got shot, I think, before the pandemic. Those guys. When I saw the name Jackass Forever, I thought that's wildly optimistic. Those guys are getting up there. One, if not two of them, has died. Is it Bam? They didn't include because he's like too psychopath. Have substance issues. He's an absolute psychopath. Yeah. yeah so he was he was he was a problem. Um, but I guess they gave the game away with this little trailer or featurette. They've they're doing a thing about introducing the new cast members, and it's like ah, this makes sense if they want to keep this franchise going. And you know, I guess it's clever, clever enough for Johnny Knoxville to be the retired vaudevillian managing the theater at this point, and just get a whole bunch of new assholes in that he can shoot out of cannons.
2: Yeah, Jeff Tremaine. Jeff Tremaine's doing it, though, isn't he? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Spike
0: Jonze involved mm-hmm. in it? So I don't know. Was he involved in the third one?
2: I don't know if he's involved in the third one. Yeah, wasn't he? I don't know. I'm, I'm just interested. Hey, who's gonna go to see that in a cinema though? It, that's a that's a total download.
0: I don't know. Like, I I really enjoy the experience of seeing them in a cinema. Yeah, I suppose. Um, it's it's it really is a good um on mass kind of reaction thing. I think I've said it to you before. Um, I don't think I've. Ugh, this just sounds bad as I say, it but just I just remember going to see it with like some of the, the year behind us in college, and you know, maybe it was two. Sophia just like running out of the theater <laughs> about to throw up after they did something. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Oh, how I laughed. Anyway, that's jackass. We can we can move on from that. I, I don't intend to be throwing myself out of buildings. I then watched two trailers just on the sort of, like, train wreck spectrum of things. Blacklight, which is the new Liam Neeson, he is still riding that, like, old dude action movie thing. The production values look all right with it. It's got Aiden Quinn in it. He's a FBI hitman. And you... Talking about retiring, and it's like he should be retired. Is this the first while at
2: this point? Uh, is this the first revenge porn uh, movie that Neeson's done since he made his uh, comments? It is, isn't it? I
0: think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What was the movie that that was? The I think it was
2: related to. I think it was the last time he. I don't think he's done a film since, has he? I don't know what the movie was.
0: Look, yeah. Either way, yeah. I think it's the first action movie that one had to do with. Um, I think that had to do with revenge and hate crimes and and. What isn't that what he does nowadays? That's his. Uh, <laughs> that's his pension. So look, that just looks more like more Liam Neeson fodder. I I watched it just to kind of see, is he still doing this? You know, um, and he is. I don't know. I don't know if he'll look like he can fight. At he's, he's got to be over sixty, right? Yeah, easy. He was right over. Yeah. yeah,
2: he's in his fifties mm. when he did. Jesus, he must be approaching seventy.
0: But it, that's got to be like. Like talk thinking generationally, this has gotta be like watching like Charles Bronson and Clint Eastwood and, and like um James Coburn in their like waning years doing still doing action movies.
1: Like
0: yeah. John but Wayne doing the last gunfighter in town type of stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's
2: six sixty nine years old.
0: Jesus. Seventy in June. Well, I mean that, that last um that last Clint Eastwood movie, Cry Macho. Like, he's ninety five or something in that thing, isn't he? Yeah, but we've lost interest in... Yeah, he's ruined his legacy, that man. You think?
2: Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Based, Based on, on what? Just the crap films that he's making and his crap fucking political views.
0: You can get
1: behind a tough guy, a tough old guy, you know? Because... Yeah. It's a tough, tough old guy justice, but then when you find out that he's a right wing not job, it's like'm mm, i less okay mm. with this this kind of revenge fantasy stuff because what what's it seated he... in?
2: yeah, it's like cool. Gran Torino was it Gran Torino? I think yeah. he just made yeah. that as an excuse to tell racist jokes,
1: oh no, no, but you see, but you see, you see he's but got this redemption arc. No, by... no no, you're just racist, oh
2: yeah right. no i'm just saying he was on a He's high for me personally i think mystic river i didn't i wasn't mad about million dollar baby uh i think i was late did he do mystic river yeah with sean penn, it is sean uh, penn is it? yeah yep
1: um
2: that was he he seemed to hit a stride there for Strongly
1: acted strongly directed
2: yeah it was just i mean he did a couple of films in a row that were of that quality and then i think it was Gran torino was just
0: like this is like an episode of the fucking a team or something Give yeah, us some great memes though. Cry Macho, Richard Jewell, The Mule, 317 to Paris, Sully, American Sniper, Jersey Boys, mm-hmm. J. Edgar, Hereafter, Invictus, Gran Torino, Changeling, oh. Letters from Iojima, Flags of Our Fathers, Million Dollar Baby, The Blues, Mystic River, there it is, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think the American Sniper was the one that really tore me off him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's where he started getting all jingoistic. Like I said, he's just ruining his legacy. He should have just fucking retired. Should have just done Mystic River and said, I'm out of here.
0: 1930 he was born.
1: hmm
2: He was an old man. He's,
0: he's 90, 92. He was
2: an old man when I was a child.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then the last of my ridiculous trailer thing is Pursuit with John Cusack and Emile Hirsch. There are shots in this trailer that look like the Always Sunny making Lethal Weapon movies. Really? It, yeah, it, there's a moment where like a detective is like hung up by his hands like rigs in Lethal Weapon One, but it looks like a home video or shot in his phone. It looks fucking terrible. Does
2: John Cusack and look John... all beleaguered and happy to have a job?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hair died off his head, barely still on there. Um, What's the eyeliner then, like? Oh, it's just there's a shot of him. I, looking at the trailer, it definitely looks like one of those films where it's like he shot it from his back garden. He was going nowhere. He's just on a phone to people the entire time. Um, like I was talking to my buddy Chris, who was a you know a Cusack fan, and he said, you know, it's so disappointing because he managed the transition from child or teen actor to adult so well, but he has just fumbled this adult to gracefully aging act because the hair still died off, he still doing these
2: I think he's only ever done one uh, good film in his entire career. Gross Point Blank.
0: I like High Fidelity too.
2: Oh, no, nah, wasn't a fan.
0: I'm a big fan of 2012. <laughs> is he in that, is he? No, like, I, I, I'd, I'd have been a Cusack apologist for a long time, but he's, like, it's just hard to look at him at this point. And I think I think somebody linked his riot page at one point. It's, it's hard to think of him now without,
1: you know, knowing the fact that he's scoring the face off young ones in the Workman's Club as well. Was he? Yeah, yeah he was.
0: <laughs> Not. yeah. Okay. He's getting out there. Are they are know? their family Irish? No, but he well, I mean, maybe, but um he made this film called Never Grow Old here a few years right. back. Um, I used to
2: always think there were with, him uh, and his sister I were think Kavanaugh was the director. I used to always think Cyril Cusack was uh, was their granddad or something. Him Cyril and his sister. Cyril
0: and Sinead. There's a couple of Cusacks in sort of um uh, the uh the acting game in Ireland. Um, oddly enough I saw an interview with Jennifer from The Witcher who was calling out I don't know if it was Sinead Cusack, but it was a it was one of the Cusacks as like being a sort of mentor to her and she called her during the production a few times to talk about how to how to deal with certain scenes she was having trouble with in The Witcher. Um it's funny seeing these sort of little interconnected y things.
2: Sinead Cusack, that's what? is that is that John Cusack's sister?
0: No, that's uh Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack,
2: yeah. I like horror. Yeah. I prefer her to him Yeah.
0: um Sinead Cusack, actress born... Well, won't do that, but V for Vendetta, Eastern Promises, Stealing Beauty. Been married to Jeremy Irons for a long time. Um, Has a son called Max Irons, which is just a great Simpsons name. Max Power.
2: I saw Jeremy Irons once. He was walking down across O'Connell Bridge, and the dandiest man I had ever seen was walking towards me. He had a cane.
0: The neckerchief. Yeah,
2: socks. T- uh, trousers p- tucked into the socks, and he was like flanoring, literally like flanoring. And as he got closer, I went, "That's fucking Jeremy words
0: <laughs> He did a he did a like a, an actor's masterclass thing at the Galway Film Flaw one year, and like we sat in on that sort of conversation. It was like it was like uh, inside the actor's studio. It was good. Um, he he made jokes about being in Dungeons and Dragon, some things you do just to pay for a castle, kind of stuff, yeah. you know. I'd happily
1: do a Dungeons and Dragons to pay
0: for a castle. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, look, check out Pursuit at your own peril. I probably won't.
1: <laughs> I, I do like Cusack though.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I, I like his I
1: politics too, as well. You
0: know, so yeah, Th- there's a lot of good to the guy. It's just a shame yeah. that his film career has just gone so sort of sideways, and you don't know how that happens because, like, I can't remember who it was you were talking about. Was it Snyder when we were like, how are we talking so much about him? Or why are we hearing so much about him? Because he, he said he got a new publicist or something, you know? it was like, is is that what Cusack needs? Does he need a new agent and a new publicist and just let's set this bloody boat right and get him into decent projects? Or is he, I don't know, I remember seeing the interview about that movie Never Grow Old and like the director was talking about it and saying he just got, you know, reams of notes from... Kuzak, as he was sort of developing his character's backstory, and wanted to have like very long conversations about the character. I was like, is that off-putting to people who want to work with him, or is that you know good that he's that invested? Could be his politics
1: make him you know. What is politics? Well, he's he's very pro-Palestine, as far as I know. So,
2: all right.
1: You know, it's not a popular stance in America. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah. So it could be that he could be difficult. I don't know. Mm. Who's to say?
2: Maybe he's Did just you see not the, the
0: movie with Jackie
1: Chan?
2: That he did.
0: Yeah. yeah. No. Where he plays a Roman soldier and he and uh, 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 his battalion of Roman soldiers team up with a battalion of Chinese Imperial soldiers and they defend a fortress from... Uh, oh God, who's the guy who was in The Pianist? Brody. Adrian Brody. Is that his name?
2: Adrian Brody.
0: Okay, I I forgot that was his name. I th- I'm thinking of...
2: somewhere of Sam guy. King Kong, was he in King Kong too? wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Um,
0: yeah, yeah. so the evil emperor, Roman emperor, played by Adrian Brody, and then Jackie Chan and John Cusack, sword fighting.
2: Yeah, but Adrian, no, makes sense. He fucked up his career, didn't he, Adi- Adrian Brody?
0: Mm-hmm. How did he do that?
2: He something public. I don't know, it was comments. I think he got cancelled before cancelling was, was a thing. I can't remember exactly what he did, but there was some controversy about him.
0: He kissed Halle Berry on stage at the Oscars against her will.
2: Something like that, yeah. He was known for it or something. That's why he disappeared. That's why he's doing movies with Jackie Chan.
0: (laughs) He He made that Predator movie. I think that had Topher Grace in it.
2: That Predator movie is over 10 years old.
0: I think there's been maybe two more Predator movies That's since what then. I
2: mean. No, it was just a while ago.
0: Yeah.
2: I think it came up on YouTube or something. And the year came up.
0: It felt like it had come out a couple of years ago. I think it was like yeah. the end of college. I remember seeing... Really? Was it that for long ago? Yeah. Jeez. Time yeah. flies. You were saying the PlayStation VR was announced? Uh-huh.
2: It sure was. It was at CES this week. Um, okay.
0: Well, t- tell me about that because I-, I know nothing about that. CES? Um, I'm, I'm still I'm still playing Call of Duty Warzone. Um, CES or the PlayStation? Pl- I guess the PlayStation end of things. Like, see, I mean, they, unless there was anything amazing announced at CES.
2: No, well, not really. There was just loads of graphics cards that were, or you're not going to be able to buy for two years. Um uh, no, they revealed the name, though. Do you want it, You ready for it? Go on. PlayStation VR 2. Pretty decent, isn't it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> The PlayStation 5, Playstation VR two.
2: Yeah. Got it. Um, no, I'm I'm happy enough with it though. It's 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 um it's got some nice specs, you know. It's 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 gonna be like I have a PlayStation VR for a few years now and I think I've spent several hours in it. I don't think it's just the setting up of it is is, is the biggest hassle like with the breakout box. Yeah, this is
1: gonna have a single wire, isn't it? It's as just well, a USB C,
2: yeah, USB C straight yep. in. It's not gonna need cameras. It's going to be inside-out inside tracking, so you don't need a cameras or anything like that. The controllers are... Um, the controllers look great. Yeah, they look very similar to the Valve uh, 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 controllers. It just looks really... Uh, uh, and then the specs of it, it's like 4K, HDR. It's got the 120Hz refresh. It's got an extra 10 degrees um, field of view. It's got sensors. It's got rumble. It's going to have rumble in it. To simulate uh, atmospheric effects and things like that, it's, it's pretty high end. I think there's talk now is, and eye tracking as well. And
0: uh, it's, what's the price point on it? They,
2: they haven't announced nothing that yet. yet. I I reckon it's going to be at least five hundred. Sounds like it's pretty high end stuff that they're doing. It's going to have uh, there's a certain there's this type of rendering NVR flu. I can't remember what it's called. It starts with an F. Um, it's where like the the area that you're looking gets rendered at full res, whereas your peripheral gets oh, rendered crazy. at a, gets uh, gets uh, rendered at a lower res. So it, you can increase the quality of graphics and the frame rate, but just uh, present. And it with the eye, it has eye tracking built in, so it's able to tell where you're looking. Basically, all these little things. It's it's definitely next gen, uh, and, and I'll probably yeah. get it, and I'll probably use it for about eight years. But at the Horizon Zero Dawn and the VR experience, that they announced, they announced a twelve-second uh, teaser, and uh, looks 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 pretty good for v- Like it doesn't look like a VR game.
0: How um, when's when are they talking about releasing it?
2: I'd say next Christmas.
0: Christmas twenty-two.
2: N- oh, and there's rumors as well that Gran Turismo, uh, the new seven, is going to be fully VR.
0: Do you think uh, Zuckerberg's pumping money into it to try and get his Metaverse off the ground?
2: No, they're no. The, the Oculus Quest. No. <laughs>
0: they have their own. They have their own. The
2: Quest Oculus Two is, there, is the it? gangbusters. Ten million sold or something of the Quest Two. Really? Yeah, Joe, Joe, my 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 bought one there before Christmas. I think once they got uh, Resident Evil Four as an exclusive, kind uh, of got people to pay attention to it.
0: I still think of it as just a very niche thing, but do you think it's?
2: It's a niche actually thing. actually starting
0: to cross over, or
2: it's a niche thing because it launched. In my opinion, it launched before the technology was properly there. The guy spent mm-hmm. twelve hundred on uh, the the Vive, and it's just yeah. so clunky, and you're—it's like you're buying a boy prototype. You know what I mean? It, it's just, um, it, it, and all the experiences. What well, kind of was
0: that with some of the like the the um? So the Oculus was the first thing.
2: Yeah, the Oculus. Like you were like definitely
0: that. like a beta. You were beta testing yeah. the product for them, really. But I
2: think it's 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 as thing time has gone on, the technology like the Oculus Quest Two was so successful because it's a standalone unit, no wires, you just put it on your head and it's on. You now there's the limitations of uh, processing power that goes with that, but um, with the PlayStation VR, you know, all these different features that the technology is getting there to give you a really really good experience. I think my when I got the Vive, I was pumped. And when I bought it, I realised I had never actually tried out VR. I think I had a, a Samsung Gear, and then when I put it mm. in, I was very underwhelmed with the resolution.
0: Was the Samsung Gear the little like box thing that you slot your phone into?
2: Um, that was very rudimentary compared to proper VR. But like, but when I got the Vive, I was I was a bit let down with the the screen door effect, and then it was just the fact that it was on PC. Was the amount of messing around to get the, the performance and things like that? So that's yeah. Just, just I'm, I'm looking forward to PlayStation VR two, just because of the plug and play nature of it and
0: the power of the PlayStation. That, that that's it. The, the convenience factor is is always going to be the thing. Like Brian and I both came over and had a go on the Vive thing, and it was great crack. Like I really enjoyed the the things we played on it, but like setting up those towers and having that cable dragging around behind you, um. No, no, no! It's just it. has got to be a hassle.
2: That's what I'm saying. Uh, VR, I think it launched uh, prematurely, Well, not prematurely. Mm. It launched at what it was, but what it can be is it's getting closer to that now. You know. Mm. So just waiting to see how heavy this headset is. Like that's that's the thing with the Vive. The headset was so heavy.
1: Mm. To get a separate neck brace just to support your head while you're playing it.
0: <laughs> oh, cool! Like I mean, like I bought that. Um, Star Wars, what's it, Rogue Squadron, or mm-hmm. Squadrons game, yeah. last year, and like, I enjoyed playing it, but like, one of the things that got me excited about that, was the VR end of things, but like, I, I have no way of taking advantage of that, I know it's, you offered a loan of the Vive, at one point, it's but It's like, a
2: completely different game in VR. Yeah?
0: yeah. It's just it's a a fun? Completely
2: different, yeah, it's, 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 it's immersive, you're, you're in the cockpit, like it's just, you can look around, you can, like, when mm. when I play in 2D, you, you can't move, your head, you can't move your your point of vision, your point of, mm. your POV, like, and it's just, it feels mm. very flat, and it's just like the overlay of the window of the TIE Fighter or X Wing or whatever. And it just, it doesn't, I, I, I could, just play plays like any other space fighting game when you're playing it normally. But when you play it mm-hmm. in VR, you put the headset on and you're in the X Wing, you're in the ship and when you're in dogfights and things like that if it goes out of what would normally be your field of view on, on a 2D version you just look up and just track it that way you know
0: yeah
2: totally different it's a totally different game in VR
0: I look forward to trying it sometime. Like, uh, I've played all of those, like, Star Wars, like, the Rogue Squadron games on it, and it was always that thing where you're playing it where, like, you're tracking the guy that you're chasing, and once he goes off-screen, as you sort of pivot to the right or something, you're like, I don't know if you're the same guy I was chasing, but I'm going to chase you now. Yeah. So I guess tracking it with the head is probably... Well, no, it's like it's it's A great advantage.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're you're all you're concentrating is you're keeping your line of sight on that ship, and you're using the ship. You're you're steering the ship around to go where you want it to be. It just it's yeah, it's hard to explain, I guess. Well, come here, that voice there, Aiden. Actually, if, if you want that, you can have it. I was thinking about it the other day. I don't think I'm ever gonna set it up again.
0: Hmm. <laughs> hmm. There you go. Yeah. That's very inviting. Um. Thank you. I I will. We'll work out how that will work, um. Because I wonder if I can. Would I have to set up the towers to play?
2: I'll give you the towers.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about that.
2: Like I have um the telescopic photo uh tripods for it, mm. so you don't have to.
0: Yeah, it's just a space issue as much as anything else, though. Like yeah. I, my well, you like, can. The room I'm in here is
2: for sit-down games. You can theoretically set up just one. Uh, lighthouse hmm. and just have on your desk or whatever, it's gonna you're gonna have problems with tracking. Maybe if if you start moving your arms around too much, but like yeah. for a full for room scale VR, you you need them.
0: I, I think the 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 big seller there would be that Star Wars game. I might I might take you up on that. So we're we're talking Star Wars Squadrons, which is the easiest segue ever to the book of Boba Fett, the uh, new Star Wars show on Disney Plus. We're two episodes into that. Timura Robinson is that his name? Think so. Yeah. Robinson got so focused. Morrison or Robinson? Morrison sounds better, right? Doesn't it? Is Morrison? Timura Morrison um, playing Boba Fett. We saw him in season two of the Mandalorian. We got Boba Fett back. The end of season two gave us that little post-credits sting where he storms his way into Jabba the Hutt's palace, shoots Bib Fortuna off the throne, and takes it for his own and then this is the the story of that the book of Boba Fett it's still John Favreau writing Dave Filoni co-producing the first episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez um we've all watched it Z, how are you finding it I'm enjoying it um I think
2: there's I think there's been a bit of fanboy outcry about the first episode for for a few things and things like that but um I, I, yeah, I'm I'm on board uh, with this, this whole universe that they're building. Like, I enjoyed The Mandalorian. I think, but I think I took a bit long, I, the first season of The Mandalorian, I think I had to warm up to it a little bit, and then this one, with the first episode, it just kind of hit the grand running for me. Uh, I just, I just, I like, I don't know, I just, I... The story doesn't seem overly complicated or, or engaging. It's it's pretty simple, but that's cool. It's 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 tracking really well for me. But it, the, what I like seeing is just everything up on screen, like the whole budget is on screen. There's no other TV shows. It's like it goes back to that years ago when they first started suggesting Star Wars TV shows. It was like but the technology isn't there, you know. And if they had it done back then, they would have looked very TV but I'm just, uh, I'm just enjoying it, yeah. You know? Um.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, episode one kind of opened with a bunch of flashbacks and we got that sort of... I, I'd seen it in comic books and, like, people are pointing to Patton Oswald and Parks wreck Rec des- describing the uh, the emergence of Boba Fett from the sands beside the Sarlacc pit and going, oh, he nailed it. And, like I, I think I saw that in comic books in the 90s from, like, the Dark Horse run. Um, but it was cool to see that, you know, and, and see, you know, what happened to him after Return of the Jedi. And to see the the original Boba Fett costume, you know, with the, like, white jumpsuit. Um, kind of, like, we were talking about how the armor looks a little, looks a little funny on, on his, like, Morrison's got a bigger frame at this point, so, like, the chest plate looks a little lost sometimes in there. Um, but, like, he, he works in the, the, the old Fett costume, so there's just something happening with the belt or something that's, or maybe it's the all black of it, but it's just making it like there was a groin piece in Boba Fett's costume as well, so it carried that green all the way down. So maybe it's just breaking it up a little. Well, this this actually relates
2: to off-air that we were talking about. This was one thing though, I think I've realized with this show is I don't think Boba Fett's a great character. <laughs> I think uh, I think they're, they're they're demystifying him. Like I think the mystery of Boba Fett and the suit was the appeal. Um, I think there's one thing I've noticed in this new show is he's not as uh, uh, what's the word um, ruthless as I'd expect uh, the character that I, I grew up with to to not want to kill prisoners and not want to rule, like, wants to respect it, it kind of makes sense but it also means It also feels like scriptwriters are just writing in justifications for it not to be super violent, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the the setup for Boba Fett was that row of bounty hunters that Darth Vader called in in Empire. And they went, it's scum of the universe, can't be trusted, up to no good. And then Boba was the peak of that, you know? Like, everybody went off looking for Han Solo, but Boba's the ruthless guy that actually got the job done. So, trying to like walk him back. Even like I have um, I have a book here called like the Encyclopedia of Star Wars from like, again from the nineties pre, um, pre, prequels and all that stuff. And there's like little entries, and you know they're they've got a lot of like Ralph Macquarie and Joe Johnson's like drawings, um, there as well. And they're like the Boba Fett entry is like all mystery. You know he was a he was a scavenger and he was a scoundrel and he disappeared into a nebula and came back with stolen Mandalorian armor and they don't know where he got it and the Mandalorians were an extinct race. But like, as the years have gone on, they've kind of like, okay, like I know we said that in this book, but they're not extinct. They're a whole race and here's all their history and he's a clone and that's from there and this from there. But it's all been about sort of like, it's all slowly serves to sort of walk him further and further away yeah. from the like, scum and villainy. Well, no, I'm, I'm, of-
2: I'm interested to see where this goes. With the show, mm-hmm. if they can build him into a character, but I think just from the first two episodes, I think that the feeling I'm having is that I never actually really thought about him as a character that much. It was just a really mm. sh- kick-ass suit, you know, and just yeah. uh, and and just cool couple of lines, and now and now they have to. Yeah, basically the challenge for this show, I think, is to make a character worthy of of, of that legacy, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: How about you, Brian? How are you finding
1: it? It took me a while to... I had to rewatch the first episode a couple of times. Um, I was just not connecting with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm liking it so far. Um, it didn't have the same kind of disconnect with the second episode. I kind of just watched it just straight through. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's mm-hmm. because... If, if it was a stronger episode or if I just kind of settled into... Into what I was expecting I'm not really sure um, I think the action was stronger In the second episode Than the first one Which is kind of surprising Given that You know Rodriguez has Plenty of action chops
2: Yeah but, um, I think he did it Pretty weak
0: in the first episode
2: I thought his Mandalorian episode Was weak though I, I don't know yeah, Rodriguez
0: Like which, which was his Mandalorian the episode? The
2: one where Boba Fett first comes uh, Into the show Isn't it? The one where they're on the planet yeah. Where he goes to the the, the, the the holy place With Baby Yoda
0: Yeah yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure there was there was just some plot holes. I don't I don't know. I, I just I, I'm not a Robert Rodriguez Rodriguez is his biggest fan. Yeah.
1: I, 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 no. I'm not a huge fan either. But he's he's directed action before. You know, you kind yeah, expect yeah. him to be but a bit stronger. Would it be it,
0: but... would it be fair to suggest that he, the action that he's directed has always been from the sort of chip on your shoulder kind of we did this with fuck all money yeah end of thing
2: 30 years know, ago. And,
0: <laughs> you know, like Desperado and... Um, Desperado was a pretty big budget.
2: Hmm.
0: It was, to be fair. Well, it
1: was just kind of stuff like, when they're surrounded...
0: that it's strong now if you
1: watch it? Well, that, that's the thing is, I mean, I he wouldn't be my favourite action director, but hmm. I, you could say that he understands, you know, rhythm and pace and stuff like that. Sure. And then we had this sequence where they were surrounded by guys with shields and they were just kind of standing there and it was just Batting mm-hmm. against the shields awkward and that, stilted looking and that, that that was odd
0: that one drove me a little nuts cuz like yeah. i don't want to be like i said it to you i don't like <laughs> you, i don't want to be the fanboy guy but it's like you're surrounded with shields the buildings are 10 15 feet high they're all in a street you have a fucking jetpack yeah just like go know, up, Brian, stand on a rooftop and shoot them we've been him spoken about this my, I,
2: I, I didn't even, I didn't even pick up on it to be honest. But, um, but like, my excuse for it, and I'm sure maybe the scriptwriters when they were making it, came up with, there's a certain amount of anticipation and time to get up off the ground with that rocket pack, and they were like right up on top of him
0: I, I think it's justified. I don't think there is. I think we've seen them just like. Is the yeah. argument perhaps it's controlled through the helmet, and he keeps taking his fucking helmet off? <laughs> I,
2: don't know. I mean, Which is also,
1: we also we saw him like. Obliterate a guy with a missile, and then he shoots a missile at the shield. So he's he's right within the fucking <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the, the yeah the kill zone for uh, for the explosion, and uh, mm. effectively like <laughs> he might as well he, he blew a rocket up in his own face. Effectively, and it it did nothing, and it's just it's those kind of inconsistencies in action. It seems like you're nitpicking, but when you're watching, action depends on moment to moment. The actions making sense and flowing, yeah. and when you have those kind of things, it just it it sucks the momentum, it breaks the logic and immersion, and it's 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 bad. Whereas the, this this second episode, had a great train heist, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I think for me yeah, though
2: is. Is the action isn't so important for me though what i'm getting most out of it is uh yeah. is, is 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 um the world the world's building and and and, and seeing yeah. elements of tatooine that you've never seen and i read an article today i, I, I would sooner just them ha-
1: not have action though if that's yeah. the case you know yeah. because it doesn't need it is the thing when, when all that other stuff when the world building and and those things are strong you don't necessarily need these big kind of sequences Do- i
0: do
2: Star I Wars think I get by without them? Yeah, I read an article today actually saying that um, it's it's probably it's quite handy uh, in regards to the Obi Wan show coming up because that's probably going to be set on Tatooine as well. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's just nice to see uh, see that that universe properly explored. You know, it's never really been yeah. explored.
0: <laughs> we did we did like I just going back to nitpicking, and I will bring us off nitpicking again, but just like. <laughs> you said it before the call here as well in terms of like as, as brian said actions making sense one after the other we have a a cult of assassins that fear no death mm-hmm. except once you drop him in a pit and there's a monster it's like well hold on he was ready to have his head taken off a moment ago and oh, no. the moment he's put in that pit oh no, no I, that, he folds.
2: That, that, that definitely stands out for me in the episode But as I, for me for the first two episodes the good is outweighing any kind of small yeah, nickels yeah. at the moment.
1: Uh, oh yeah, no, the, those weren't really kind of criticisms. They were just kind of observations yeah. I had from episode one to two. And like I said, I had to watch episode three or one, three times. And then episode two, I was just kind of watched it once and I was into it. Yeah. And I think part of that is it told the story. The more, like, story a lot of it yeah. is, yeah, cleaner. Yeah. And like a lot of it as well, it's, 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 pretty light on dialogue so there's a lot of visual storytelling yeah. which is effectively mm-hmm. action and I think the mm-hmm. second episode who's Steph Green I think she directed it Yeah, I think she did a better job than, than Rodriguez. Oh certainly is, definitely yeah you know it's interesting yeah,
2: yeah.
0: and I, like I just pulled up her um, her IMDB oh and the Walkies here as well Black Chrysanthemum yeah. is his name. He's out of the comics. Yeah, hunter, I saw a TikTok. Gladiator.
2: I saw a TikTok today. Uh, I think it was comic fanboys when they see. Yeah, I think it shows. It's that clip of Leonardo DiCaprio in, in Wolf of Wall uh, Street. Yeah, you know? they, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That. he clicks. And there was something cool about it,
2: good. though. I don't know. I think I don't know if the mask was CG or not, but it was far more expression than uh, than you ever get with Chewbacca. Yeah, the
1: eye, the eyes were very intense. I think mm-hmm. it was the eye color or um, yeah. I think that's what it was. His eye color is different. So
0: it's a bit more expressive, I think, kind of he's like a husky also, or something. He's also um, and I've seen, um, you know, I've seen John, like walkabout Wookie suits at Comic-Cons and things like that that have this as well, where like they really like flesh out the build. Like these are thicker Wookiees. Than chewie like chewie always had this kind of rangy thing about him you know like chewie's like a wolfhound, and these guys are
2: yeah Well, it's the first non boys it's also probably the first non chewbacca wookiee i've seen that actually looks cool i think it was in the solo movie all those wookies they looked like the things out of the the christmas special
0: they did a bit, yeah. <laughs> they, what did you think? Of, like they're they're doing a lot, especially between the Mandalorian and this as well. They're doing a lot to build out like the Tuscan Raider culture, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Well,
2: that's my theory on yeah. this episode, on this series. This is uh, Lawrence of Arabia. We're we above it. Oh, that's cool. The Tuscan Raiders. That's that's how he's going to defeat the Hutt's.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Like I see them building towards that as well. Mm-hmm. Like. The Hutts are trying to sort of invade this area and he has a long established relationship.
2: But that's the thing, though, is the
0: with whole... With the, how many episodes
2: are there? I think six. There's only six. So we're probably not going to see any other... It's probably going to be on Tatooine for the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I don't think we're going anywhere else. He's... Um, the Book of Boba Fett is about taking control of... Sorry, I'm just trying to get the episode list. Seven. Um, yeah, he's about trying to take control of, of the Tatooine and of Jabba's crime family the cafe place as well where he takes out the bikers and mm-hmm. steals their bikes the two in there are apparently like a deep cut callback to deleted scenes from a new hope they're luke skywalker's friends oh, right, uh, and Lay- lays and cammy so if you go watch the scene the deleted scene which is on youtube where like luke goes to toshi station and is talking with biggs and those two yeah. um, that that's who they are oh, that's cool um, so we but, we
1: haven't talked
0: about um, Matt Berry. He's the uh, protocol droid, or the not quite protocol droid. Is yeah, he? that's Matt yeah. Berry. It, it yeah, Matt it's Berry, weird yeah. the way they do it because they, they 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 list the credits and they go in order of appearance.
2: Oh shit, I have to go and back say, and watch that. Now. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna watch the first two episodes. I'm gonna watch them back again now, just to know that it's him.
0: <laughs> but like, well, Richard Iwadi was the robot in The Mandalorian. <laughs> All
2: right. Matt Berry though, that's that's cool, because I did, that Troy, it was pretty, it feels kind of old-school Star Wars-y with the English accents and everything.
0: English accents, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Um, good to
2: see Matt Berry get more work.
0: Well, he's like, he's quietly been pottering away, like he was in Community and he's in, oh, I mean, fucking, uh, what we do do, in the Shadows is the thing that's going to have made the biggest Yeah change from there they just announced toast of Tinseltown as well i don't really? know if you yeah. watched toast oh yeah. wow um so it's it's toast is going to hollywood um, um
2: that, that victorian uh jack the ripper thing what was it um
0: yeah i remember what you're talking about um it was like a it's kind of Snuff like box, a was it? no, no 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 this is latest it's his no.
2: latest english uh, show it's only from a couple of years oh ago. yeah
1: sorry yeah yeah um, um something about the rabbit or something the rabbit
2: yeah something the, uh, yeah rabbit called? is this called rabbit
1: no
0: um, give, me a, give me a moment I'm blanking on it uh, bu- 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 uh, he's in disenchantment what we do in the shadows the watch Gawain squeamish guy toast of London year of the rabbit year of the rabbit
2: Yeah. year of the rabbit
0: yeah. year of the rabbit
2: that was really uh, I really enjoyed that and it's sad though because I think the first season did really well and they were commissioned for a season two, but then COVID happened. And I just read there recently that it's just, they've just forgotten about it. They're just moving on. So COVID killed it.
0: right? Well, there's a moment in the new season of What We Do in the Shadows where um, Guillermo goes running to him to sort of solve a problem and he's playing piano and he's playing the theme tune from Toast. Yeah, yeah. Oh. If, you, if you twig that. Was it toast um, or snuffbox? I Look forward to that anyway.
2: Was it? To- was it? Oh, yeah, it was hmm? toast, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: It was toast. Yeah, it was like dum, yeah, yeah, dum, yeah. dum 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 dum. Um.
2: Now this is this is his road to being James Bond.
0: Who? Or Wolverine?
1: Wolverine. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Could you that imagine if equate, you
2: <laughs> <like> the, the... <laughs> imagine he got stacked? He's like, did a, did a What's <laughs> your man's name? What's your man's name out of um uh, Silicon Valley?
0: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: You, you'll, we'll just watch out for you. See, 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 see if, if you can check out the paparazzi's uh, photo magazine. See if you see them two hanging out anywhere.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean they were both on community. So any any further thoughts on Book of Boba Fett? No, just
2: enjoying it so far. It's it's you know.
0: Yeah, I mean um, the twins, the two huts. They their um, facial.
2: I hate when the the CG on a hut. It's just so used to Jabba having a little... It's kind of soft. Yeah, just Jabba, like, it just looks more real uh, for some reason. Well, because it's a practical effect, I suppose, but, mm. um, but at the same time, it moves just enough. And then when you see these mm-hmm. huts, you see their facial expressions, it's like the... Remember the, the one they added in on the special edition?
0: Yeah, it's just fuzzy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, they were cool. I liked the way they were laid out together, kind of lying over each other.
0: Yeah, coming in on the litter. Hmm. It's it's nice seeing the like because you do think in your head, well, why doesn't Boba Fett just fire that rocket at the huts? But like the huts are such a large organization. Yeah, I know. not know. Makes Wend's sense. When's character says at the end, you know, you'd need permission to kill yeah, them.
2: Yeah, that's definitely that's it. Is yeah. No, looking forward to where it goes.
0: Well, then that brings us. To I guess the 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 main conversational piece of the evening, which is we've all seen the Matrix Resurrections at this point. Now, I missed the Matrix when it was in the cinema, and I saw it in video, and it, or yeah, it would have been video. God, um, and it, it's one of like a handful of films that I saw on VHS and was just like fucking hell. I have to start going to the cinema more regularly because I'm missing amazing things that I could see on a giant screen in a darkened room um the sequels I wasn't as mad on but I also didn't hate them in the way that like there was a lot of stupid backlash about it it always annoyed me when people were you know talking about the architect as if he was completely gibberishing, and it's like that's not gibberish you're just not listening um What did you make of the Matrix Resurrections? Will we start with Scruff today? Let's go, yeah. Scruff, what did you make of the Matrix Resurrections? I had pretty low
1: expectations. (laughs)
0: Right. Um,
1: I think I said it in maybe the last episode we recorded. You can say what you like about the, you know, the philosophical aspects and the story aspects being people's favorite parts, but I think what has made it the... Particularly the first film, what made it the, the success it was, was that doing Eastern Kung Fu cinema, anime, but live action and in the West. I think that's always been the strongest aspect of it when they marry it with these kind of cool story ideas. And I think Reloaded was the last time they did any of that. Revolutions had very little of that. And I wasn't expecting any of it in resurrections and it didn't really have that so but story-wise I, I i liked it i liked the story i liked the idea um i think it would have made a
0: better so can you end. can you tell us the story like just say a, a listener hasn't watched this but like it's always best listeners to have watched the thing we're about to talk to but just to give you context no what, what's the story no <laughs> you're not going go watch to. it <laughs> this is not it's, useful
1: it is. No, it is because well, it's no, not, not going to make any sense. Si- if, if you don't know what the story is to The Matrix or this, me explaining it in a couple of sentences without giving it away isn't going to be helpful. And the more detail I go into, if you don't know what it is already, it's going okay, to be more confusing. Okay, hold on.
0: Well, then let me, let me do the two-line summary then no, if, you, if you refuse. No, shut <laughs> up. Shut up. I'm talking.
1: It's set indeterminate number of years after revolutions. Mm-hmm. that's all you need to know Neo is somehow back except he's not Neo he's Thomas Anderson again that's not going to make any sense to you unless you've seen Revolutions so okay unless you want to add something in now well no let's let's, let's
2: come at it from the angle that yeah everyone has seen it and they're listening to the podcast to hear what air takes are on it. <laughs> you know this isn't a, a spoiler free podcast is it no no,
0: no no we 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 talk the whole thing through, yeah. so,
1: Keanu's back as Tom. Keanu's Anderson, back in Tom. The Matrix was a game, and not a film franchise. And yeah, and it's it's a, the question is why and how was he back, mm-hmm. as effectively.
0: And um, it really is about getting him out of that new simulation. And once he's out, he gets to see where Zion and the people that he left behind have gone since then. And it's about getting Trinity back.
1: Before you interrupted me, my what I, my point was that uh, I think this would have made a much better ending to revolutions. If you cut the fat from Reloaded and Revolutions, I think this is what we should have seen happen. I think it would have made sense for the story, wh- whether it jumps ahead a number of years or not. But I think it's a good ending to revolutions. It's a good uh, wrap up. Of mm-hmm. of the events there, and I think it's, I think it's worthwhile in that sense. But if you're not a fan of the sequels, mm-hmm. don't bother with it. If you're expecting an action movie, don't bother with it. Mm-hmm. That that's my my two sentence review. And um, before we go deeper into it, sure. But that that that's you know I, I like so, so it.
0: when you say that, do you like? Looking at that as like a two and a half hour runtime, like what would you cut this back to? Like, do you say like cut some fat out of Revolutions and boil this yeah. down to a half an hour?
1: There's there, there so much in Revolutions and Reloaded that doesn't need to be there. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, effectively the end of this is, you know, re- reunites Neo and Trinity mm-hmm. in an ending that is very much a repeat of the ending of the first film. Mm -hmm. so it it, it kind of takes a long time to just get to what is effectively an ending we've already seen Yeah, Yeah. but the interesting things that happen along the way are to kind of show how how Zion was almost kind of doomed to be stuck where it was and instead we have Io which is this you know kind of hopeful glimpse of what a a man-machine future could be Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of a good ending that would have been interesting to see as a kind of a, you know, a, a post-script or a coda to Revolutions mm-hmm.
0: instead yeah, of what we, what we got, you know. One of the things I liked about this, and it, it's it's something that sort of, you kind of like changed the way I thought about these movies a little bit over the last few weeks we were talking about it and the way we were at because... I'd never really made the leap to the idea that the machines were like coexisting sentient um, beings on the same planet that were fighting for that same space. I, I, I kept my mindset very much in like machines, humans, machines, humans. But in talking to you over the last couple of weeks, you kind of broke the line in my head where it's like the matrix is this space where the humans are kept. And the machines go in there as well, occasionally as well, like the the gold code or the yellow code that you talk about as well. I'd never quite really sort of made that connection of like, oh, yeah, they're they're sharing this virtual space as sentient beings as well. So seeing that in the Matrix Resurrections where we have a variety of sizes, shapes and forms for sentient machine people to coexist with humans. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I, I liked that. Um, yeah.
1: I, I I think if people like I said, if you liked the sequels, then you probably like the broader mythology of the mm. the franchise, and I think the film is interesting in that sense. But you know, it, at the same time, what I loved about it from the first from the first time I saw it was effectively seeing like my kind of favorite anime, you know, um, as being influences in this live action thing, and. There's less of that in it as well, and I, I can kind of respect them for wanting to kind of move away from that in a sense. But at the same time, that's really that's what set it apart from Dark City, for example. If it didn't have those action pieces in in the first, it would be this kind of well well-regarded sci-fi from 1999. But it wouldn't have been this this huge kind of cultural thing that it that it became. It's 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 the action is what made it this this kind of cultural phenomenon whether they want to admit that or not that's i, d- I think that's undeniable mm-hmm. but I, I also think that they maybe they said all they wanted to say in terms of representing those kind of influences on screen and they had maybe less to kind of because i still i think reloaded still has that i, I think We'll probably never see whether you like the set piece or not. We'll never see a set piece on the scale of the freeway chase.
2: That was cool. And you, not just the. Yeah.
1: It, it's amazing, yeah, and not just not just the parts on the freeway, but just that entire piece. It 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 starts before they get on the freeway and it continues after it. But that starts from the moment they leave the restaurant. There's this incredible fight scene in the chateau, which is one of the best fight scenes. It's it's probably better than some of the fight scenes in, in the first film and then they run through the, the chateau they get into the, the garage where the cars are there's a kind of a short fight sequence there and then it's mm-hmm. onto the freeway and it's this 11 minute chase we'll never again see an action set piece on that scale Like they just, the action movies just are not made like that anymore that's still incredible to me um, well, the conceit, and I think the reason the con- revolution the conceit of the
2: matrix though is what allowed that to happen you know the movie would, yeah, would have yeah. to have the conceit of the matrix to 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 be able to present to, to, to
1: be fair to be fair i think i think captain america civil war comes close because it's got the fight in the apartment and then in the stairwell and then that turns into a foot chase oh no there's a fight on the rooftop with black panther and winter soldier mm-hmm. and then that turns into the foot chase um on the motor area as well and that that's yeah. the only time we've seen something even approach and I, I
0: think they so start to escalate I,
1: yeah and I think that I think it's done a good job and Winter Soldier kind of did it as well but um, on a much much smaller scale but yeah you, you'd affect your, like you'll only ever see it in a movie that allows that type of conceit and that's probably a superhero film and even then as much as I like them they're not really
0: structured or Martin or, Scorsese, says, in or scheduled reason. them that way you
1: know <laughs> I just meant that they're not really structured to, to give us those yeah. moments.
0: But Johnsy, how, what did you think of it? Like, what was your reaction to the, um, the Matrix?
2: I don't know. I suppose resurrections. My history with the Matrix was, uh, you know, the first film. I, I, I get what Scrooge says about the, you know, the the Japanese manga, the anime kind of influence has been shown on screen, but I think. It was more than the sum of its parts. The first Matrix for me, it was, it was the, the 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 style of the film, the technology, the film technology that they used, and it was like the most perfect package. It had the most amazing first act reveal of actually being in the Matrix, and then it was just a complete roller coaster of a movie. It was such a it was they took they took. <clears throat> you know very uh it uh, took took a lot of philosophical concepts and boiled them down and it was it was, it was streamlined the narrative was, was slick it goes right up to the, the the final seconds of when neos realizes that he's the one there was just a momentum in that film up until that point, and then the film just it's over he just flies off mm. and it was just the perfect it was the perfect action film. I had a,
1: From from the point, so yeah, so I just want to agree with you, John. It's like from the point where they go to see the oracle, from that moment onwards, it is non-stop yeah. action. But like paced though, it's, it's so really, well paced. Yeah, no, exactly, so yeah. clear, fantastically paced, and you're
2: with them. You're 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 in that situation, yeah. and it's it's it was just such a a high watermark to match that. the, the sequels were never going to live up to it. You know, I think um, Reloaded. I agree with Brian on, on, on Reloaded. Uh, that 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 has much more of the same in the same as the first film. I think where they get down to and start really going into the philosophical stuff, and and where I'm not saying that it's not valid and it's not it's not a, a valid story that they're telling. I just don't think they told it very well. To, to, yeah. to, to an audience coming in, uh. It, 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 it was almost like Matrix One, like it was like it was almost as good, but it just didn't have that fire in a bottle. And then the Revolution, Revolutions, just for me, I I checked out by then, you know. It, it was just it. I. What? Yeah,
1: no, yeah, I, I still like Revolutions, but I like I completely agree that it's it. Revolutions doubles down on all of the mistakes that Reloaded makes, you know. Um. I like, yeah, I, I can see why people would have checked out. I was still, I was still invested cause it was just, you know, the, the film is worth that important <clears> to <throat> me, but it was kind of frustrating to, to see everything wrong with reloaded be kind of even more present and be more of a, you know, kind of sucking the, the oxygen out of, of the film, you know, I, I think, I think there is, I think it's before they get to the Merovingian, it's it's kind of, it's almost similarly structured, Reloaded and the first Matrix film is that their kind of talk with the Merovingian is quite similar to the moment where they go see the Oracle in the first film. And from that point onwards, it's, it's pretty well paced and it's quite, you know, quite well choreographed and, and kind of structured. And there's just a couple of conversations before that. There's this conversation when he has with the counselor kind of down in the the pits where the machines are working and stuff and it just it just sucks so much momentum (laughs) from the film it's just and the actor they have as well playing the guy i i've never seen the guy i think i've seen him maybe in one thing since and it was like some australian tv show
0: yeah
1: i actually i think that's one of the things they 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 get right when they get right and then other times they they've cast so many good actors hmm in in all four films there's been some great performances from from great actors and then on the other side of it they just get these people and it's like who is who is this guy what fucking what fucking network 7 australian bullshit drama yeah. did this guy walk off and straight in they were just like yeah put put robes on this guy he, yeah he's a counselor he's like what the fuck just they 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 gave a lot of heavy lifting to actors that were not up to it I think that's where, where the sequels fell down quite a bit, and I think you just cut those scenes, and the film film would still make
0: sense and it would be more a fun. Big chunk to watch. of Zion out of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Big chunk of Zion. Um, now I think Johnsy's after getting dropped. Oh shit. Um, give him a minute. I'll um, I'll just say my little piece anyway, just as a surface level Do- thing. Anyway, is um. I only watched it today and I, like, I think I said, you know, like I loved the first one and second two Diminishing Returns, but I never hated them in the same way that, you know, again, you see the internet bile land on it. Um, I watched this and again, I like, I didn't hate it, but it's just, it didn't do anything new or impressive to me. And like, there's a line in it where, you know, um... I don't know if it's, I think it may be the the, the name of the, the his boss or his, his business partner who says, you know, is it him? He says, um, here we are telling the same stories, different faces, different names with the same stories. And like that definitely felt like, you know, that's Lana talking about the filmmaking career that they've had. You know what I mean? Like There's a lot of like director's voice, especially in those early scenes where they're... I was kind of surprised by some of the takes that were in it in terms of how goofy... It was, and some of um, Keanu's line deliveries, especially that scene in the bathroom. Well, that's so that's so the thing,
2: though. That's off. what has become pretty obvious is the movie is just a big middle finger to the industry from Lana Wachowski. That's that's you know, I don't, that's, that's, sorry to cut in to what no, you are saying no, there. No,
0: no, no. Well, well, uh, go into that then. Well,
2: no, that's what, what I was saying about. Basically, with the, the two, two, two sequels previous, I had no expectations coming into this. My, my opinion on, on the Wachowskis was, I don't think they're great filmmakers. I don't think they're great storytellers. I think, my personal opinion is, the first Matrix was a fluke. Just a uh, 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 fire in a ball, you know? And it, it just They've been chasing that since that first film. And I think with this movie, the... It, there's a joke in it about um, where Warner Brothers um, have said that we're, with the game, the binary game in the film, that they're going to do it with or without Neo, and it's almost, it's almost, it's almost like um,
0: they they say they say that they're going to make they're either going to make a remake or a sequel to the Matrix game with or without.
2: Yeah, and I think I think this film, looking at looking at Lana Wachowski and Keanu Reeves on the red carpet for this they were just so nonchalant and they weren't passionate about the film in any way i think this is just lana wachowski's deciding to do this meta commentary on sequels uh, uh and, and 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 that's what it is and, and like that's the thing i didn't totally dislike it. i liked it more than i thought i was gonna like it It's it's a little bit more interesting but at the same time i don't find it interesting you know I, I think it's it's quite self-serving as a film to to Lana Wachowski I, th-
1: I think it's a bit of a missed opportunity because like i think it was about 4 years ago when there was first any rumor that this was going to happen the talk was that it was going to be a prequel about a young morpheus set in the matrix universe and it was going to be michael b jordan was kind of the rumored part and it seems like Warners were planning on making that and maybe wanted Wachowskis back to do it. And yeah, I I, I think then they, they came back on the condition that they would write their own story maybe. And this is the story right. that, that we got. But
0: Warners were going to make sequels and prequels. Do you think there's anyway. a little bit of like, yeah, do you think there's a little bit of like, if anybody's going to do it, it may as well be us. We may as well get the... The bump of publicity for making another Matrix, we may as well put another movie. Say, in say what we want to say catalog. about
1: it, and say what we want to say about about the industry and and the world we live in today. You know,
0: I, I I have to imagine that there's a degree of thinking, you know, the films, whether whether or not you like, you know, Cloud Atlas or. Um, Jupiter, uh, Jupiter Ascending. Speed Racer. Ascending. I speed uh, racing. I I'm <laughs> not saying anything.
2: Speed about Racer was great, but, but Jupiter Ascending. I went to see what? that because I read a review and I said this film is shit. But if you appreciate serious <laughs> science fiction movies, go and support That's it in the cinema. Well, the sort of and I went. Sci-fi. I went just to support sci-fi, and I was pissed off after I fucking went.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I have to imagine that after the run of films that they've had, whether or not they're critical claim, whether or not people love them, whether or not they're called classics, they have to have come into this going, I just, I need to get a, let me get one win in the fucking column that makes a studio a whack of money and I can keep making more films. I, I don't, I don't think that's what it is. I don't think
1: do. she has, don't I think don't think
2: she has any, any no. interest in making money, that film making any money yeah. at all.
1: I don't think so. I, I, I think they just said, this is my this is my baby and I'm going to write the ending for these characters that I, I care deeply about before the studio gets yeah. in and does its thing without my involvement. That's what well, I think.
2: For me, it feels, it's not like the fourth Matrix. It's it's like, it's a separate thing uh, uh, that was made about the Matrix film.
1: Yeah, That's, yeah. that's yeah. Not, not, not the... It's kind of, it, it's, kind, it's kind of like a post script to the, the trilogy as opposed to a, another, another yeah, another sequel. another
2: sequel. Um, it's flopped majorly, hasn't
1: it? I think so. But it, pretty much everything released, except know, for Spider Man, HBO Max, and yeah. no, I mean on, Audio, on HBO yeah, Max, yeah, yeah, yeah. that they, they haven't been the hasn't nothing's really worked out the way they would have they'd hoped. hoped. I think, yeah.
2: but it's like but that it's fair, But
1: fair. that's not to say it wouldn't have flopped anyway. No. I think.
2: But. but like that's the thing. It's it's The Matrix without an amazing reveal or conceit. Well, forget about that, but without super stylish action, uh, amazing production design and, and pushing filmmaking technology, all, all that's stripped out of it. And it's just a film about, I think just Lana Wachowski's opinion on, on, on the film itself.
1: Uh, actually what I was saying earlier about, uh, Boba Fett is kind of what I was thinking about this while I was watching it is, I would much prefer to just not be an action movie and just yeah. say what it has to say about social media and disinformation and uh, the future we're heading for and have those conversations and not be weighed down by any expectations of, of action. I but would that's have much, cool, though, much preferred it.
2: Just don't make, don't make that, make that film. Don't, don't, don't make it, make, yeah, yep. make a make yeah. uh, 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 uh What's the word I'm thinking of? Disguise don't disguise it as a Matrix film. Because a majority yeah. of the audience gonna see it are gonna be pissed off.
1: Yeah. Although I mean, you know, like the action in it, a... the action in it is. <laughs> if bad. if you're if you're gonna see The Matrix then you're not expecting to maybe be pissed off after the sequel is then that's probably on you as an audience. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, no, that's. The thing. There are people that enjoyed the sequels, though, you know. Um, yeah, well, I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you know, I did. But, but like, but like, yeah. but, but, but what I'm, I'm saying is, is, is that it's, it's like the, the action in it. It's not just not great. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> Some of the f- yeah,
1: no, that that part where the Merovingian shows up with the other yeah. exiles, like that should have been a big set piece, and instead it was just like. Just don't do this. And Just, apparently it's yeah. the most expensive Matrix it.
2: movie. Yet it's the cheapest looking one. Mm. That's crazy.
0: Like. When you, when you actually put. The concept side by side. Of the chateau scene with the Merovingian. And his exiles. And what we got in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I had I hadn't sort of done that parallel in my head yet. But like. The exiles were supposed to be like a step above even like agents, right? People are supposed to be terrified of fighting these things, <laughs> and Yeah, that's the joke, though. Yeah. When
2: when Neo is destroyed, the or when he um,
0: I still know kung fu
2: when he when he when he sacrificed himself and 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 the truth came about that that messed up the Merovingians' uh, uh, business, didn't it? Isn't that the the joke there?
0: Mm, and then, yeah, we had conversation, we had class, we had yeah. style, we had. So Monica didn't come back. No. No. Um no 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 Baluch.
2: It's hard for me to remember the film. It was a very forgettable film. It was fine. You know, but it was it, the only thing was it wasn't
1: I I liked a lot in it. Like I I liked Neil Patrick Harris. I liked I liked Jonathan Groff. I liked I Yaya Abdul-Mateen. I thought he was great. Was that Jonathan um, Groff?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I fucking I was looking at him going, "Why do I know this fucking person I, he's in bond as well he's popping up he's a very forgettable face <laughs> i he, liked a like lot he's of good, this but he's this, just like he's like a default human wait, wait.
1: i liked a lot yeah. of this i liked a lot of the cast uh it was just you know uh as an action movie it it pales beside other action movies let alone beside the the, the trilogy you know but um mm-hmm. i i really liked i liked a lot of the ideas i liked a lot of the, the kind of monologues the characters had i liked a lot of the performances um cool. keanu reeves yeah i wouldn't keanu I, reeves
2: freaking out in the bathroom with morpheus the fuck is that oliver like, when i looked at that like it, 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 that wasn't neo that was um keanu reeves uh, just having a laugh and he's not really that great an actor yeah yeah you know
0: it it, it was a, it was a like you know Oh, fucking um, last action hero thing. If like a if a character from a movie popped out and met Keanu.
2: Yeah, I, for me now, I was I was expecting, I wasn't expecting anything. I, I, it was more of a car crash mentality coming into the film for me, I, just based on 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 the sequels and on everything the Wachowskis have done since, except for Speed Racer. Um, I wasn't expecting anything, and I enjoyed it more. Well, I found it more interesting than I was expecting to, but it still wasn't a great film. And it, it wasn't a good film, <laughs> you know, for me anyway. It, I think it was just, um, I think it was a very uh, self-serving film for Lana Wachowski.
1: I, I, I would say watch it. I would say watch it again, though, having now watched it with, you know,
2: yeah, come.
1: no kind of expectation at all, you know, just knowing, knowing what it's about, just give it another watch and, See yeah. what you think of it, and, and, that, and that's you know. the thing.
2: I could watch it again. Like I, I, I could. Yeah. I, I didn't. It didn't even occur to me to rewatch the sequels. Co- go coming into it, that's like it's maybe a good fifteen years, ten years, whatever since I've seen them,
0: yeah. and yeah. I have
2: no interest in ever seeing them again. You know, whereas I probably would watch. it. Like that's what I mean. It, I, w- it, it's okay, but it's still not a great film. Like it doesn't stand up on its own as a film. You know. Yeah, it's just kind of like. A, you have to be very deep into the matrix world and franchise to take anything from it. Somebody coming into this film
1: that I wouldn't think this, I, I, I think if anybody's interested in, like I said, about, you know, the, the topics of disinformation and, you know, conspiracies and social media and particularly where everything's heading then as well, you know, in terms of NFTs and metaverse and all this kind of stuff, I think it's, I think it's a, Pretty interesting film through that lens, you know. It's, it's, it's
2: I didn't pick up any, I didn't get anything from it at all. I just thought it was, it was a very uh, uh, bitter, just <laughs> a very bitter lashing out at the, uh, the the previous films and 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 just the Hollywood system. That that you know, it, it, it just it was just Lanochowski just 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 going on about the. the kind of the pressure that they'd be under since they made them films to carry it on again and that they, they obviously didn't want to and the push came to show if they made this, she made this film and, you know.
1: But I, I, I think they did make it with something to say though is, is the thing, like as much as I was saying earlier that they said, you know, they wanted it to be them if it was going to be anybody and for them to get their, you know, two cents in about the industry and marketing and all of that. I think at the same time, they've always had something to say about, about technology and about identity. And I think aside from the kind of, you know, matrix lore, I think if you're interested in those topics, like I said, identity and, and technology and et cetera, I think, I think it's interesting through, through that lens as well, just aside of matrix lore and history and things like that. Because the, the, those are topics that, that they are interested in, you know, so as much as they can take a swipe at the studio and marketing and everything, they can also advance the conversation on, on the areas that they're interested in.
2: Okay. So with this film, ignoring the fact that it's a flop, let's, let's assume that it, uh, it did moderately uh, okay box office, you know, do you think there would be a mm-hmm. sequel?
1: I think God, they still I will. Not. I because think they'll
0: expand into the world. A bit. I don't think
2: there'll be a sequel. Yeah. I think it's that's it. I think that's my take from. That's what I took from it was just like.
1: Se- sequel in terms of continuing the story, or sequel in terms of continuing the Matrix franchise? Because yeah, yeah. I think they'll definitely continue the franchise, with
2: because. or without the Wachowskis. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because like I said, the the conversation before there was any mention of them coming back was to do a, a Morpheus prequel, and I think I think that's part of the reason they cast. Um, yeah. Abdul Mateen over morphia over Fishburn because apparently the only reason Weaving isn't back apparently is because he was busy. They did want Weaving back, right? But they seemingly didn't want Fishburn back at all. So although I think that's why they cast Mateen is the that they, they are looking to do.
2: Remember Fishburn's in the film though. I'd say he got a, a pretty hefty check anyway.
1: Yeah, I'd yeah.
2: say I'd say he was happy. Presumably, but, uh, I, I, but that's yeah, it's just a theory, but. Maybe he was. I'd say that was the happiest payday ever. <laughs> He's <still laughs> don't want me back.
0: Yeah, but we're gonna pay you because I'd be I'd be curious about that. Do they do they yeah, have to I pay wonder. to reuse the yeah. footage? Like I, I do wonder. remember. Um, do you remember when they made Arrested Development and they made six episodes that were forty minutes long when they made when they did that fourth series, and then they tried to. Sort of do a re-edit and fix them, and they re-released yeah. them as like eight episodes. And they wanted to get paid again because well, 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 well they had agreed contractually for payment yeah, per yeah, episode, yeah. and then it was eight yeah. episodes. And they did, yeah, yeah. yeah they they well, added more a thing episodes. I, I remember
2: um, when I was a kid in Dallas. Of all things, was uh, the father of the Ewing family. He died. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was ever in the show. Or he, or he might have been in the first series, but there was a painting of him in the family home of the father of the Ewings. Right. And I just remember when as a kid the story going around in the press and all was that how much that actor got every time that photo was shown. There was some contract or something. Oh, yeah. Really? Uh,
0: Gets royalties for his yeah. likenesses. So like
2: it, that, that unless yeah, Lawrence saw signed a very specific contract twenty years ago saying that we can reuse the clips of this film inside another film, which I doubt they did, mm. i reckon he got paid. He did he'd have to get paid. You would know, be outside the remit of his original contract.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, like that's the thing. I can like. Yeah, all you can do is wonder at that. Oh, unless, it makes pretty. Know, can we see his taxes? No, it <laughs>
2: makes good business sense in terms of these contracts that that the talent sign. You know, they're very, they're very mm. airtight, and it's like, you know how it can be used and and all this. And yeah. it's just, unless it's specifically stated in his original contract that they'd use it that way in another film, I would say they. had to pay him to use that footage (laughs) because it's his likeness Mm. they don't own his likeness
1: it's his likeness likeness. they don't own his likeness but they own his appearance and likeness in use in that film Mm.
0: and they own
2: that footage if I was betting on it I'd bet that there was money given to use to reuse that that footage
0: Uh,
1: all I heard was that he wanted to be in it but he never got but well, yeah,
2: that, I read that article no. like, but the, he yeah, he didn't go into detail or anything, and he wasn't giving out or anything like if you if yeah. he yeah, yeah, this, yeah he probably yeah. just got paid and he's not saying anything, you know <laughs> You mean I don't have to come back in? I can take yeah. I can take next week off and get paid? Fucking fucking magic. magic. Yeah. It was definitely not what I was expecting it to be. What were you expecting? To be another shit sequel, okay? Like in the same in, uh, in the in the vein of the original films. Like there was a little part of me that hoped that they'd learn from the last twenty years and learn from the two sequels and came back with a film mm. of equal. But uh, they
0: were never going to do that. I was kind of surprised how little Carrie Ann Moss was in it.
2: Really, she's in a bit. bit yeah, just me. She's she's in a um, bit. She's in the. She meets her...
0: The
1: the other thing, though, in terms of the the action as well, though, is like they they rehearsed and trained for months before shooting began on that first film. Mm. And they were doing extensive rehearsals as well on the sequels. Mm. So there was just no way it was going to be anywhere kind of close to the first film because the actors aren't available for, for that kind of commitment or intensity. Or they're ter- ter- you know? all
2: 20 years older.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. Like they yeah. they, you know, like particularly like a, 20 year old, a, <laughs> a, especially just the, the type of action, like, you know, Reeves can do something like a, a John Wick because it's, it's, even though jujitsu and judo are quite demanding physically, for him to do it with a stunt person, when he's the one doing all the throwing, it's less demanding for him to do that than it is to, you mm-hmm. know, like raise well, they his got the, knee the, above hip level to throw a couple of kicks. They and got the force
2: push, it's... Neo's force push into this to get around a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Actually,
2: I did like uh, that sequence yeah. with all the the bots uh, just flying out of windows.
0: Out oh, the windows, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was yeah the swarm yeah, mode. Yeah, the, that
2: was kind of cool. there was good points in it, and like I said, it wasn't that. It wasn't the glorious travesty I thought it was gonna be, but I also think that Lana Wachowski intentionally didn't push herself. There was like there was yep. like a crossroads. Well, I can either, you know, go for it and like try to like reget recapture that 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 the first film's like spirit, or I can just do go this way and just give everyone a finger and take the paycheck. And she went with that.
1: You've got to respect that a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
2: no, though, no, I do right? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, like I'm saying, that I I respect the concept and the 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 motive behind the film more than I do the
1: film. How did this film cost so much? No, to, uh, well, like, I, I don't I don't see it on screen. Like, w- watch out or...
2: for Lana Wachowski's house being raided by the FBI. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, where's the money?
1: <laughs> How did it cost that?
2: Where's the like, money? Where's the money gone? I'd say they were having caviar uh, on set. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got to pay for all those sort of like lens flurry, cloudy backgrounds. Oh, they they got to pay Warner Brothers to to points. reuse the footage I
1: mean, from. The shots that, That's just what is horrible. it? <laughs> Warner Brothers are notorious for the fucking their their balance sheets and accounting black magic. <laughs> I bet most of the budget went to. Well, you want to use footage from these films owned by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is going to be paid for that, so they're probably charging money to themselves because that's what they do, effectively. Yeah. Ha- have a look, yeah. see if you can. Uh, have a look for. I'm not sure. Is one of the Harry Potter films? Look for the the balance uh, sheet. Is he breaking yeah, up? Yeah, I was going to ask you. I oh, say, okay. Can you hear me now?
2: Go if you breaking up for us. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah you're back I don't know why it's is, is it back yeah. I was just saying that I don't know if you heard that I was saying that Warner Brothers probably charged them for use of footage from the previous films that's where the money's going on the budget
2: Lawrence Fishborn got the money
1: um, but I, I was saying as well that there's a you should look there's um, a leak of like a kind of a balance sheet for one of the Harry Potter films and they've effect like Warner Brothers effectively do that. They, they, they include like a lot of money, um, charging themselves for stuff to justify like cast members, not getting percentages and stuff, because it's basically if, if the film going to make a certain amount of profit before anybody gets a percentage and um, Warner Brothers are essentially charging themselves money yeah. so that the film doesn't make a certain amount of profit and it's, it's uh, shady stuff. Uh wouldn't surprise me if, if there was some of that going on. That's some bullshit is what that is. <laughs> it is. Uh, a judge told him as much basically as well, they, they said this is some of the most dubious accounting practices we've we've ever seen. Yeah. Um yeah. I'll send it to you later if I can find it.
0: <laughs> well there you go. I don't think we have much else to say about it um John Wick 4 is coming in 2023 seemingly um I thought Keanu looked better here than he did in Bill and Ted without the beard I think some, yeah some, but that
2: might have been the something the, about the 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 clothes they wore and I haven't actually seen the Bill and Ted remake but I think it was yeah. just that you were you were contrasting it between you know, he was practically a fucking teenager when he made the first one you know yeah yeah there he's yeah. just an old
0: dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I liked to I did like looking at them going. They look kind of their age here and look kind of natural. And like you see the hair growing in and it's just a bunch of gray in the beard as well. And I'm like, that's. We're seeing some real Keanu here, I think. I don't think I'm going to be hyped for a Matrix thing ever again. In
2: three years, Keanu Reeves is going to be 60.
1: No. Again, like I
0: was saying, like it, it. it
1: I, I think what people expect from a Matrix is it's that eastern influence in a in a western film and you're just not really gonna see that again regardless of who comes in to direct. You're just not gonna see that same kind of style and
0: visuals and do do you think there's an element it's, it's as past. well of do you think there's an element as well of that was a breakthrough moment for that sense of style. And now that we've kind, kind of used taken to it. and incorporated yeah. that, we're kind of used to it. Like that was a, like that was a crossover that, moment. Like I do remember like, like the anime or the manga that like broke its way into like Western consciousness or, or even like my consciousness in the nineties, like it felt, you know, kind of special or unique that's or some, that's, whatever, but now it's just kind of, that was kind of
2: a, uh, 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 am I, Wish list, like I knew it wasn't gonna happen, but when when I was coming into the film, I, I was actually when when I was when I first heard it was being remade, actually, and, and I was just going, "Are they gonna come in with some kind of groundbreaking technique on the same level as Bullet Time?"
0: Yeah, and they reference that in they the movie. Do, yeah, well. they like, do. We've, we've got to get another Bullet Time. We've got to but get, get another Bullet Time. That goes back
2: to me saying that Lance came up to a crossroads where do I go for it? <laughs> And, and, and realized they wouldn't so they went the other way and just took the piss out of everything
1: hmm they just need to hand it to me yeah I'll turn it around <laughs> you can I've got a vision you budget. can be
2: Neo Neo too. <laughs> written writ, starring written
1: boy produced boy directed by
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> special effects supervised know where
1: they, they boy know where <laughs> to, they know where to find me although
2: actually I saw that Madame <laughs> Wyshevsky was being interviewed and under her name it was like writer, director, producer and it's like, it's like one of those dodgy, shitty amateur films you see where the person's name keeps coming up for every every role
0: <laughs> um, do, do, can you draw salary as producer as well as director, as well as writer? absolutely or do you think she got a flat fee?
1: oh no, 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 to get paid for all those
0: yeah because they're, they're in a guild, they're in a guild for those. They're in a guild, credits, and so they get paid also for those credits. Having those titles make you um, like award qualifying, mm-hmm. you know, if there's a production award or a writing award or anything else that goes along. Here. Yep. Uh,
1: I do think we will maybe see that um, Abdul Mateen a Morpheus maybe. Um, although they might they might change their mind now. I, I think they whatever they do next, it will be without the Wachowskis. And whether they've changed their mind now, whether they were but i I don't think they let it lie because it's at the end of the day it's an intellectual property that they own that
0: give it a couple of years they can they can make something you know well even there was a lot of buzz around mm. that like unreal tech demo as well you know
1: yeah i i I think somebody needs to write a script and that's a thing though' you know, shop gonna, to them and then get excited and I need to get work. I, I, I think it'd be
2: hard though to attract uh any kind of director of of, of, of quality. It'd be I think it's a bit of a... I think it's okay. I think it's a Star Wars situation, uh, the, the reboot, yeah. where nobody wants to touch it because the original is so good. You know, it's it's like... um, director, director,
1: nah, Directors director. are egomaniacs. They, they, if you have... They'll go, I, do they'll go, I okay. could do it. I, I, I'll do I, it.
2: I, I'll, I'll, I'll call it now. If they do carry on Matrix with a prequel or anything like that, it'll be on, at best, an up coming director
1: oh yeah definitely yeah yeah
0: definitely I just, I just pictured Carry On Matrix with Sid James and Barbara Windsor
2: how did you get there because
0: you, you said if they do, they do Carry On oh, Matrix oh right, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on that note I think it's a I think it's an on that note Um, one of the things I want to just draw attention to before we, we sign off for this episode is as I make noise around me New to Netflix this week, we have two Irish features. We have uh, Redemption of a Rogue and Deadly Cuts. And I think it would be worth having a look at one of those films for next week. Um, Brian, do either of those stand out to you more one over the other? Or have you had a look at either? I haven't had a look at either. I would suggest that Redemption of a Rogue is going to be more in your wheelhouse, but I'm going to watch the both of them. And I'd say, let's let's watch Redemption of a Rogue. Okay. I th- I think it's more in the dig end of things, whereas Deadly Cuts is more the sort of like Dublin comedy type of stuff. God, I hate that.
1: I actually saw the trailer for that, I think. It's yeah. something about the salon, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for that. What did you think of the trailer? Um, yeah. 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 Certainly looks like a Irish comedy.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, I'm go- I'm going to check them both out. But I would say uh, Redemption of. I will endeavour we'll to check both out. Yeah. I, I, I I'm not putting that on you. I'd say just. Yeah, uh, I will see the, just just the one's good. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, thanks for joining us, Johnsy.
2: No worries. Always a pleasure.
0: Happy New Year, everybody! 2022. What could go wrong? Oh my god, you've doomed us. <laughs> <laughs>